I'd like to thank Aaron K for sponsoring this week's Torah content. June is less than a month away, which means that I'll soon be transitioning into summer writing mode with more Substack articles and fewer recorded shirim. The bulk of these articles will remain free. However, if you would like to support my Torah and access additional spicy written content, consider becoming a paid subscriber by going to rabbishnewis.substack.com. Hello, I'm Rabbi Matt Schneeweiss, and this is the audio version of the one-page article I wrote and published on my blog, Kol Hasridim, on July 11th, 2022, entitled How Rambam Sees God in the Sunset. I just returned from my annual trip to visit Popo, my 97-year-old grandmother, in Hawaii. Whenever I'm there, I do my best to trek out to the shoreline every evening to watch the Hawaiian sunset. It's not just the aesthetic beauty which makes a sunset like this such a special experience. Rudolf Otto, a 20th century theologian and philosopher of religion, used the term numinous to mean arousing spiritual or religious emotion, mysterious or awe-inspiring. I'm sure I'm not the only one who has felt this numinous quality in a sunset. The question is, what does Judaism have to say? Just because this feeling is real doesn't automatically mean that it is a valid religious experience in the Torah's eyes. My initial thought was that perhaps such experiences fall under the headings of Ahavas Hashem, love of God, and Yiras Hashem, awe of God. The Ramam defines these two experiences in the Laws of the Foundations of Torah, chapter 2, Halakha 2. Quote, What is the way of loving and fearing God? When a person contemplates, misbonen, his great and wondrous works and creations and sees from them his infinite and incomparable wisdom, he immediately loves, praises, and extols and is filled with a tremendous desire to know the great name. As David said, my soul thirsts for God, for the living God. And when he reflects upon these same matters, he immediately recoils back with fear and dread, knowing that he is a small, insignificant, unenlightened creature standing with a frail and puny mind in the presence of perfect knowledge. As David said, when I behold your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars that you have set in place, I exclaim, what is frail man that you should notice him and the son of mortal man that you should take note of him? End quote. Are the feelings described by the Rambam here identical with the numinosity felt by the average person? Seemingly not. According to the Rambam, Ahavas Hashem and Yiras Hashem are the emotional states which result from cognitive activity, tevuna, theoretical understanding, and machshava, practical consideration. Both require a relatively high level of knowledge, as evidenced by the fact that the Rambam goes on to provide a three-chapter primer, or is it primer, of Aristotelian metaphysics and physics, quote, to open the way for the mavin, the person of understanding, to love the name, end quote. While it is certainly possible for a sunset to awaken Avas Hashem and Yiras Hashem, I don't think that the average person's awe of the sunset stems from a scientific knowledge of astronomy, optics, and other areas of physics. However, in the middle of the aforementioned primer, or primer, the Rambam drops a clue which might provide us with the basis for an answer. In the Laws of the Foundations of the Torah, 3.11, he cites a pasuk from Tehillim, uh, 148.7, which says, Praise Hashem from the earth, sea creatures and all depths, fire and hail, snow and smoke. This is problematic. How can non-rational creations, such as the sea creatures and all the depths, fire and hail, snow and smoke, praise Hashem? Ramam answers, quote, The meaning of this statement is, Praise him mankind from his gvuros, his mighty acts, which you see in the fire, the hail, and the other cre creations that can be seen on earth. The gvura, the might of which is constantly discernible to the small and the great alike, end quote. When the Ramam describes the gavura of these phenomena, he is clearly not referring to the lofty intellectual levels described in chapter 2, Halakha 2, since he specifies that this gavura is, quote, constantly discernible to the small and the great alike, end quote. 
I believe that the Gevura mentioned by the Rambam is identical with, or is at least related to, the numinous feeling we experience when we behold such natural phenomena as crashing waves, a ferocious storm, and a dazzling sunset. In that aspect of these experiences, man feels the overwhelming power of Hashem's mighty acts, and there the small and the great are equal. True, for the maven who understands the science behind these phenomena, the sunset may give rise to Avas Hashem and Yiras Hashem, but both the maven and the average person alike will be able to praise Hashem from the awe that arises within them when they behold His handiwork in nature. If you've gained from what you've learned here today, please consider contributing to my Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Alternatively, if you would like to make a direct contribution to the Rabbi Schneeweiss Torah Content Fund, my Venmo is at matt-schneeweiss, and my Zelle slash Chase QuickPay and PayPal are mattschneeweiss at gmail.com. Even a small contribution goes a long way to covering the cost of my podcast and will provide me with the financial freedom to produce even more Torah content for you. If you would like to sponsor an article, share, or podcast episode, or if you are interested in enlisting my services as a teacher or tutor, you can reach me at rabbischneeweiss at gmail.com. Thank you to my listeners for listening. Thank you to my readers for reading, and thank you to my supporters for supporting my efforts to make Torah ideas available and accessible to everyone.